Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause. Well, good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Colin. And good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Colin. Colin Slayton. Yes. Because, <laughs> to get it uh, right there. After people, about three months of the program. Our, our faithful listeners know that sometimes I get them all mixed up. <laughs> Clayton, Slayton. Uh, Clayton, Slayton. Slayton. Uh, yeah. But everybody who didn't li- listen yesterday has no idea why you're making a big deal today. Well, listen, <laughs> you, the important thing is get the name right. Yeah, that's true. Get the name right. And look, who knows, between now and the time it airs, I may correct it for yesterday's <laughs> anyway. And folks will be like, why is Andrew making a big deal? Well, no, <laughs> I love your corrections, too, because I'll be talking all along and then your voice will cut in. Colin Slayton. <laughs> <laughs> nobody like, huh, said I w- no. wonder what Andrew said there. <laughs> no, nobody said I'm the best sound engineer, but I am the sound engineer. You are the sound engineer. <laughs> anyway, all right, running out of time. Let's so get we're on looking Psalm at 101. Psalm 101 today, and I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, Psalm 101, a Psalm of David. I will sing of mercy and justice to you, O Lord. I will sing praises. I will behave wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall depart from me. I will not know wickedness. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. The one who has a haughty look and a proud heart, him I will I will not endure. My eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He who works deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. Early I will destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. It is providential that we come to Psalm 101 while we have uh, Colin with us for the summer as an intern in a training program. And the reason I say that is because <laughs> you don't think much of my program. <laughs> <laughs> or me. Well, we don't, have, we don't have video. Nobody notices Nobody that for all some the reason. air quotes. That I use the training. <laughs> wow, dude. Wow. I, I'm sitting right I, here. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, the reason why is because when we started this, I know one of the things one of the elders asked for you to do with any of the young men who come in is to help young men develop a preaching philosophy. Yeah. What's the philosophy? I mean, that, that comes from mm-hmm. that was one of the things that uh, w- would happen when folks in their college education for becoming a teacher. They were supposed to say, oh, here's my teaching philosophy or here's here's what I think this job is about and what it's supposed to accomplish. I bring all that up because I think here in Psalm 101. One, we have David's kingship philosophy. Mm. We have him formulating and writing down, here's what it means to be king. Here's what I'm going to do as king. Here's my outlook for how my job is supposed to be done. And so this is what we're finding in these verses here, that kind of philosophy. And so, Colin, as you're working on your philosophy, it should sound somewhat like this (laughs) (laughs) As, as we're walking through this. You know, as we notice, and I think you studied it yesterday, in the psalm that the word king is not actually used in the psalm like the other ones. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our focus this morning is talking about walking in with integrity of heart. Um, 
being honest or walking in honor of heart or having moral principles. And um, and you're about to say something. I'll let you go. <laughs> well, I was just going to say. <laughs> I don't want to say much. No, I, I don't saw- want to say something. You put me on the spot. No, Make no, it no, stop. No. Make it stop. <laughs> I saw Lee Ford. I think integrity is a fantastic word. I did notice in my particular translation, and this is the beauty of the different translations we read, uh, the translators don't, don't use the word integrity, but instead they use the word perfect mm. over and over again or blameless over and over again. That's what the New King James did with that word where I think it was the ESV and a couple others used what the is, word. What does the New King James say in verse 2? Perfect. I mean, I go, will, go ahead and read the whole. Oh, yeah, sure. I will behave wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. With a perfect heart. Okay. But then I have this marginal note. Okay. Blameless. I see. I see. And so throughout this uh, psalm, they go with perfect, but they're letting me know eh, it could be blameless. It could be blameless. Okay. And I think the idea there is that I, they're trying to capture a, a moral quality here as opposed to the concept of completeness or wholeness in that respect. Mm. For me, as I'm looking at this, here's David giving us his philosophy of kingship, and where does it begin? It begins with this thing that Colin has brought up, the integrity of his heart. David's philosophy of kingship does not begin with, here are the laws I need to enact. David's philosophy of kingship does not begin with, here's the public policy that I need to have. Yes. David's philosophy of kingship begins with, here's the integrity, the blamelessness, the morality that I need to walk in my own house. Right. In, in, In my private dwelling with my family, with with, of course, for him, with the servants, with he's the king. No, I, you're right. Integrity is that idea of who you are when no one's looking, mm. who you are when no one's around. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly captured here in this idea of a perfect heart while in my house. Yeah. Yes. Uh, recognizing that. So now let's take that to any and all jobs. OK, I, I doubt that anybody who's listening to today's episode is a king. I doubt they're even a prince. Doubt they're a president, at least of a country. Uh, you know, doubt that they're a prime minister. I mean, maybe, maybe some of those guys have learned about text talk and they're faithful listeners. If you are, we'd love an email. Christians at <laughs> text talk at christiansmeethere.org. But I doubt that. But teachers, doctors, janitors, factory workers, sure. car salesmen, sure. all of these things, when we talk about what our role is in those professions, our philosophy needs to begin with. How do I act at home? Mm -hmm. How do I act at home? I need to be the right person at home, and that will produce the right person on the job. I need to be be the right person in the integrity of my heart when I'm walking by myself. That will produce walking with others in a proper and appropriate way. There's a quality of integrity, and that is that my actions will match my words. My actions will match my heart. The disappointment that people experience when that doesn't add up. Um, it's probably hard to overstate it. They use words like hypocrisy. They use words like betrayal. And what we see with this psalm is David's confession to God. This integrity is before you. You can't ever trick God. You can't ever lie to God. You can't ever put a show on before God. We might try to put a show on to, you know, like like you're saying, the, the servants or the subjects of the kingdom. But God always knows who you are. 
And so I admire in the psalmist this confession and profession about I, I want to have integrity and I want to start at home and let it spill out, go out from there. I've recently been teaching about um, Proverbs with the junior high Bible class. Uh, and I tell you what, that's a really great study regardless Proverbs is just about, you know, where we live. But there was a recent lesson we were talking about the value of honesty and the importance of integrity. And a lot of the lesson came out of Proverbs 11, Proverbs chapter 11. And so when I was reading about integrity here in this psalm, I made that connection. Not just about the word, but thinking, okay, David is a king and he is raising up his son Solomon to be king and ultimately that's the one who will wear the throne and then when you come to this uh, book of proverbs so many of them were written by solomon and his tremendous wisdom proverbs 11 verse 3 proverbs 11 verse 3 the integrity of the upright will guide them but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them riches do not profit in the day of wrath but righteousness delivers from death the righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. It's a lot of these same words from Psalm 101, the emphasis upon righteousness, blamelessness, and of course, integrity. And part of the value then of the integrity as it is confessed, I think, in praise in Psalm 101, as it is instructed uh, to the young man in Proverbs 11, is that that integrity is a guide. You begin with a dedication in your heart to God, to be true to God, and I will walk in your way, and I will be who I need to be in my house as well as publicly, and that is going to settle so many questions, and that is going to be a uh, foundation in the hour of temptation that will guide you well. Of course, in the Proverbs, you have the warnings that when you sacrifice that integrity to go with the unfaithful, to travel with the perverse, there's consequences for that, that ultimately the wrath will come back upon you. Righteousness can deliver you uh, in your paths, but wickedness will surely return upon you. You will fall by your own wickedness. In this respect, integrity is not only a guide to us, but a guard to us, to shield us from uh, the consequences of sin, to lead us to a best life now, because this is the life that pleases God today. David is able to say he knows who God is, and because he knows who God is, he wants to walk in this way, in this way of integrity, in this way of blamelessness, in this way of morality. I, I think about what he says, so he specifically talks about that issue of I'm not going to set worthless things before my eyes, which, you know, for us makes us think today of, oh, be careful little eyes, and, and we'll make points from this accurately so about the lust of the eyes and making talking about what you watch on TV, but really I think he's also looking at the nature of God. In Habakkuk chapter 1 and verse 13, he says of God, you who are of purer eyes than to see evil and cannot look at wrong. Mm. It's Habakkuk is so stunned in his brief little letter 
about how God is allowing the wrong to continue because he knows God cannot watch that. He cannot watch it with favor. He cannot watch it with approval. He can't watch it and not do something about yeah, it. Yeah. This is this is David's point here that that he wants to be the kind of person that his God is. That when when there are wrong things, he does not look upon it as entertainment. He does not look upon it as with favor, with approval. He wants to be the kind of person that realizes and knows the difference and knows the value of things. And it's an important thing. Some some time ago, as I was in a conversation with someone, they pointed out that, you know, really the purpose of education is to accurately pass on the appropriate value of things, mm. to know which things are really worthwhile and which things are not worthwhile. And that's what David's talking about. He says, I know I serve a God who knows worthwhile things mm-hmm. and, and will not tolerate and look on and just watch worthless, unworthy things. He says, I want to be like that. Where does that start? starts in the integrity of my heart. It starts in the privacy of my home. It starts in my own personal relationship with me, in my own personal relationship with my God. Then it moves to my relationship with those who are closest to me, my family, those who live in my house. And then it will be manifested in my job, Mm -hmm. whether my job Mm -hmm. is king or street sweeper. It's going to be manifested there. And I think what a powerful thing we learn from David here in Psalm 101. I think it's about time for us to wrap up. Holy God, thank you so much for the day you've given us. We long to be with you. We long to be like you. Help us even in the privacy of our own homes, in our own rooms, in our own closets, that we will be like you, that we will set our minds and our eyes on worthwhile, worthy, positive, excellent, beautiful things, knowing that what you value, that we will learn to value them, that that will change our heart and our heart's walk and that that will become manifest then in all the public displays where we live publicly, whether it's on the job, in the community, in our schools. Lord God, we do love you so very much. Through your son Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.